Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Uh, but like we talked about, we'll start here saying there were so many great things about, about Thursday night. Grizzlies right now, number one, after just, you know, eviscerating the books. Your biggest takeaway from that game and saying what's got to – you can lead us on into what's got to what's gotta be there. Three, three or four keys for the Grizzlies in terms of staying where they're at right now atop the list. I think the thing that stood out to me the most was uh, your your role players, your young guys, your David Wrighty, Sante Aldama, the way that those guys showed up uh, in such a big stage. Two guys that are, you know, Sante's basically a rookie. He played a lot last year he, in, 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 in the G League, but not so much during the season. Uh, he's basically still a rookie in my eyes as far as experience is concerned. And stepping up the way he has and stepping up the way he did yesterday – Against some physical guys, man. Bobby Portis is the guy that brings all the smoke. You know, what I mean, he he's on yep. record for you know punching folks in the face. You know, <laughs> so he's he's like you know you know he's a, he's one of them dudes. You know, and for Santi to stand up against him and uh, and duel against him uh, last night was was amazing. Um, and Roddy as well, just coming along, knocking down shots, taking shots with confidence, getting to the basket, rebounding, defending well, uh, bringing that toughness. Those two guys. Uh, that that the play from those guys plus Tyus Jones, one of your vets, that stood out to me a lot. That that you're getting your bench unit guys together. They're getting their, you're getting the rhythm and they're performing on the biggest stage against uh, one of the better teams in the NBA. That's what stood out to me. Did let me ask you this? Now we know that they're coming off of a of a, and I don't want to look ahead too much. That's some of what we got ahead. But will those role players, those guys, and even 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 I mean to Tyus to a degree because he's in a role. Can those guys be as good for you? Do you, do you uh, uh, expect them to be as good when you're about to hit, you know, on this road trip? Can they be guys like David Roddy, particularly? I know, I know, they won't have to be necessarily in all these situations, but how much of that, I guess, saying is what I'm asking as a result of with well, the Grizzlies, what, 13 and two at home now? How much of it's been a result of those guys playing well at home? How much of it do you think we see, you know, both on the road and how much can extend in the play on the road, the playoffs? How many of them do you really believe in? Santi, yeah. I really believe in. I don't know about Roddy yet. Mm-hmm. And I need to see That's, that on the road. It, it's natural to think that these guys are, uh, you know, that playing at home helps. You know what I mean? Playing, getting at home cooking, you know, playing on, on rims. You shoot on all the time. You know, the crowd behind you. Role that players that are helps. better on the road. Home. Yeah. And younger guys, you know, do well there. You know, the slipping on bed last night, you know, that kind of stuff matters. Um, we'll see, though, man. It's going to be a tough – you got a tough run coming up over the next week or so this this last little stretch you know until the holidays is going to be tough a team the oklahoma city thunder who's low-key 
you know, we've had some kind of scrappy games against those guys. We had that 73-point game where we beat them pretty bad. And ever since then, it seems like they really get up to play us. Uh, you know, Shai Gillis Alexander gets the comps to people saying he might be better than John Morant. So, you know, there's, there's a little – I'm not saying there's a rivalry, so to speak, but there's a lot of energy from the Oklahoma City game uh, you want to keep an eye on for sure. Um, then you got, of course, you know, you got the Suns, you got the Nuggets over the stretch. You got uh, the Warriors, of course, over the holidays. And you end out the year against the Pelicans. So, a um, lot of road games in there. So, like you said, it's going to be a challenge to see what those guys do. Um, I hope they can rise to the occasion. You know, you know, history kind of tells you they won't. But with this team, they're known for defying history. Nothing about the Grizzlies this season is conventional or traditional. So, um, you know, I would totally not be surprised to see our role players uh, really rise to the occasion over the next few weeks. What What are the keys saying for the Grizzlies staying here, for, for staying in this, uh, in this spot where they're at, number Easy one? Or maybe your separation is it the H word? Yeah, it's health. I think that's the number one thing. Uh, if they have to stay healthy, um, this team is has a very young core of guys that are you know top tier players in the league. We talked about that on the show today. It's it's wild that we have guys that are that are elite in the positions they play in the NBA. In Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson Jr., and John Morant. Like we've had guys like you had Mike Conley, who was a you know a top 10, 12 point guard in the league. Marcus All probably was the best center in the league for most of his career. Zach Randolph was a top tier big, but it just it just hits differently with these guys, man. You know what I mean? Because you've got uh, you got young guys who are some of the best in the league. Period of what they do. And um, but with that being said, you don't really know what the combinations of injuries can do. There's a lot of things that kind of uh, one thing plays off of another. Like we know that our defense is good, but numbers also suggest that our defense is good when because of Dylan and Jaren. You know, mm-hmm. being available, lose one of those guys. What happens? You know, what I mean, an extended run with job being out. You know, yeah, what happens. That, you that's know, kind so- of that, that. I was gonna, I was gonna dive into that further because, mm-hmm. like I say, every team can say, okay, of course, health is at the top. We've seen the Grizzlies when one of the guys is out. Right now, mm-hmm. Desmond Bain, they they've still been able to be successful. So, so if, if you boil it, if you had to boil it down. Is there a guy that has to stay? I mean, you know, just all of them. You know, obviously you want you want health across the board, but mm-hmm. is there one guy that you can't afford to miss? I mean, we've seen them now go what they're ten and six without Bain. We saw them yeah. last year go twenty and five without Ja Morant. Tyus mm-hmm. Jones has shown that when Ja needs a rest, he can step up and be a twenty and ten guy. It is I guess what I'm getting at is is Jaron. You know, yeah, it, man. Are that was my answer. Guys who you can't miss because it seems like. Jaren we is November. He's the key to we the We were defense. a pretty average, like to mediocre no team before Jaron got here. And Defensively, has been rolling. We've been one of the better teams in the NBA, especially in the defensive end. Yeah. So, like, I, I think, like, I, that's why I one especially. Yeah. 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 He makes he makes us a totally different team. Guys are able to, like I said a while ago, let their hair down and, and you know tie their ears back and just go at it uh, defensively. And I, I'm sure Dylan is super excited for Jaron being there. So health, I think, of course, is number one. Uh, number two, I think, in my opinion, will be just guys getting minutes, development. Like I said, the role player guys, the, the Santiago Aldamas, the David. Your own Rodgers. in-house development. Right. Mm-hmm. Your own guys the the, the Kennedy Chandlers, seen. you know, right. those type of guys. Um, you know, I think that type of stuff, those guys getting those crucial minutes, getting Zaire Williams back into the fold, getting him back up to speed. Um, I think that's an, an important thing as well. Um, and I think finally, number three, uh, it's just for these guys just to stay – Focus and confident. Uh, when they when they have a something to prove, like against Milwaukee the other night, you know you see these guys go crazy. 
in these type of moments. And when they lose focus, they can lose to, you know, a Minnesota on the road or whatever, uh, a team that you would just beat pretty bad a few weeks ago. You, know, you can go up there and lose to them. Like I said, I think if they get those three things together, man, I think this is going to be – I don't think anybody in the West can hang with them. Let me ask you this, and Do you think there's a difference between the Grizzlies and the other elite teams in the NBA, say a Milwaukee, say a Boston, um, even a Phoenix, who last year ran off with the one? Do you think because the Grizzlies are young, last year they go number two, and they see this year there's a chance to break off and get the number one seed – that there is more of a motivation with this team, with its swagger, right, to top last year, to go after one that might be, you know, I, I know we've watched this organization sit, sit guys this year that that were obviously healthy enough to play, so clearly they're not going after it to a point where you're going to have Ja Morant out there every game, but my point is, is there a difference between the Grizzlies and the other, you know, in most cases more veteran, the elite, the elite teams are more veteran groups than the Grizzlies right now. Is there a difference mm -hmm. in terms of going after that one? Whereas some of those older teams might not, you know, might not necessarily, okay, well, you know, right now we feel like we can get on a roll and we're trying to do it. You think there's a difference between that and the Grizzlies who might have a more of a hunger saying because they've never do it, done it to mm -hmm. go get it? Or am I just talking? Um, I think I understand what you're trying to say. I think I'm the trying Grizzlies to say do John it. them want it, man. That's what yeah, I'm trying they, to say. They want that number one. Whereas, season. whereas yeah, maybe yeah. other teams, uh, you know, these older teams yeah. that are up there with them, you know, they don't particularly I, care. Yeah, you know, whether the the two seed or the three seed or whatever mm -hmm. it ends up being, you know, I, right. I I think the Grizzlies as a young team and having still have having that ahead of them to accomplish, mm -hmm. you know, I think that might go for them too. I wouldn't add it as a key to what you're saying, say, but I just wonder if there's a little if there that difference it in is. hunger, yeah. Mm -hmm. Not to mention a deep bench that hell steps up when some of those you want right. to set some of those stars down, uh, right. steps up and you win some of those games. Just feel like there might be a little bit of an edge there. I'm looking for all the edges I can find for these yeah. Grizzlies in terms I think, of trying I think to nail down that one. Yeah, and I think they want to they want to go on a run. They want to build their chemistry. They want to get certain guys going. It seems like they're trying to get Zaire uh, up to speed. Um, yeah, I think that they definitely do want to be the number one seed in the West. I think that's one of their goals to finish. Uh, you know, at their number one seed. And I think they I think they may be shooting for 60 wins this year. Uh, I'm sure that's something that matters to them a lot as well. Um, like I said, man, no, another thing about this Grizzlies team, like you said, they're battle-tested. You're talking mm -hmm. about a team, ever since John Moran has been here, they've been a postseason team. They've not been a lottery team at all. John's first year, they lost in the play-in game in the bubble to Portland. They were a playoff team pretty much the majority of the season. But, you know, with the bubble, with the bubble format, they ended up being in the play-in game instead of going to the playoffs. The year after that, they were a play-in team that made it to the playoffs, lost in the first round in Utah. Last year, they uh, lost in the second round to the Warriors. They got a playoff win. These are this is a battle-tested bunch of guys who who've had plenty of, of postseason opportunity in this you know four-year run that they're on right now. So I think that, um, like I said, man, I think that that next step is like you said to finish at the top of the West with the best record in the West, home court advantage throughout the playoffs. And, and, you know, to come in as the front runners, I think that's something they – it does feel like there's something that's important to them for sure. Yep. I, obviously, health going to be number one. I agree with saying on any list that in terms of how the Grizzlies can stay number one and where they put some separation between themselves and the rest of the pack. Um, but it, I, it, I tell you what, number six right now in defense, number six in offense, they're playing at a high level uh, at a time with the competition about to wrap up. So it'll be fun to watch it unfold.